All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Episode 278, Oilers Nation Radio. Why am I hosting today? Well, because even when you have the Stuart Skinner of hosts, sometimes you just mix it up and give a start to Jack. You're adorable. Set <laughs> <laughs> a, a big admin day. Let's call it that. It was a big admin day and bag milk said, <laughs> my busy. brain is full. And I said, don't worry about that. There's nothing in mine I can host. So here we are, Oilers <laughs> Nation Radio, as we start, or let's start as we always do. Mm-hmm. I'm new to this. Uh, First day. Shout out, to, shout out to our friends at Oodle Noodle. Have you ever been just going around the city? Maybe you're driving, walking, and you see cars whizzing by left and right, mm. and they all have Oilers Nation stickers on the back, and you're like, son of a bitch, I want to fit in with those people. I want to be a part of the club. Well, good news, listener. You can get an Oilers Nation sticker by heading to any Oodle Noodle location in Edmonton, and there's a bunch of them. Wow. Yep. I, not only Edmonton, but the Edmonton area. 100%. Sherwood Park. St. Albert. Spruce Grove. Fort Saskatchewan. West End. Spruce West Grove. End. Not part of it. <laughs> They're going to separate from Edmonton. Uh, anyways, <laughs> go get your stickers now. Uh, we start today's show with the Oodle Noodle Delicious Debate. Uh, beer cozies. Koozies. Koozies. It's koozies. You, you, you bamboozled yourself. Right? I have now. We all agree it's koozies, not cozies, but yes. are they the most useless invention ever? Taste. Yes. Well, it depends. Like Unnecessary. How slow are you drinking this beer that you require? Well, well, where am I when I'm using my koozie? Am I at home? Am I in the middle of the woods? Is it summer? Is it winter? When do I need this koozie? The only time I could think of that I would need a beer koozie is I'm thinking about Rick. Remember when we were... Nation vacation in Vegas. Yes. Day before we left, we just had that long ass delay and we yes. were sitting there watching football. Right. I was nursing that Bud Light for you were, two, was, three hours probably. You need to get that I first one down, boys. Feeling my freshest. That's the only time I will accept a beer koozie. Was that this time around? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was that too. Yeah, you were sitting around. <laughs> yeah. So oh, that sounds Remember our, our <laughs> we got a fucking bucket of beers and they just <laughs> sat there for a long time. The ice was melting around them. Yes. Yeah, they turned into a bath. You had some beers <laughs> yeah. in the tub. Yeah, yep. bath. The only time you need one is to cover the label of the can because you don't want to show the label. Oh, you're mm. embarrassed like you're drinking Mountain Crest. Well, or it could be something like Tyler's having a beer on, you know, while he's filming and he's like, well, these guys aren't paying for this. So I better close this and cover it up. Got a Brava perhaps. Or you're just a straight liar and you've actually got a diet Coke in there. Keeping it light. Mm -hmm. Gross. Second delicious debate. Do you wash your hands after you piss on them? (laughs) (laughs) So this all started, this whole thing, (laughs) 
it's become a, t- a Twitter thing now because Zach decided to make it one. Um, we were in here talking about some TikTok personalities. And I said, oh, have you seen that TikTok going around where the people are like, I don't wash my hands after I go to the bathroom because I just don't piss on them. And I said that out loud, referencing the TikTok. Zach decided to make it seem like I've just had that quote and it's a belief I share. I, I'm here to say it's not. Always wash your hands. That's fine. I don't wipe at all. Just cover up, dude. Don't say that. Yeah, this zero. is taking a horrible turn. Not once ever. Oh, so yes, turn. I delicious debate. I wash my hands. Rick, once every spring, yes. I rub my bum on the grass. <laughs> Come like on, a, like there's a people who will not appreciate that image. It's well, almost time for it, though. <laughs> It's almost spring. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, see, so like I'm like, there's some grass maybe up here. Maybe that's why he was he got here late today. It's his spring cleaning. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, egg milk. Do you have the clip queued up for what our actual delicious debate is, John? Oh this is our actual delicious debate. John's got a drop in the gloves. Friend of the network. Friend of the show. Dropped a rather spicy take about Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse. We're gonna debate that. So oh, it's, it's an interesting conversation. I, we have it every year when talking about the MVP, who is the most valuable player for their team. Cause in the same vein, a defenseman we'll talk about next Darnell nurse could be way more valuable and people dog on him all the time, but is he more valuable because he does more stuff? Like what constitutes a Norris trophy winner? Is it just strictly points or is it a guy who you can put out in any situation? You're up by a goal, 30 seconds left, face off in your own zone. Are you going to put Eric Carlson on the ice? No, you're not. He's going to be stable to the bench. Darnell Nurse will be on the ice. Better believe it. What do we think about that? He has a point. I I think the idea around his point is correct. So do I. I don't know if it's the right player to pick, but no, I don't I think, think it's a massively incorrect that Nurse isn't in those situations too. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I, although, if you're just looking at this team itself, I'm most likely putting Ekholm out there yeah. first. Yeah. I was gonna However, I mean, yeah, he's been here longer, whatever. But, yeah, it's going to be Ekholm. But I do agree with the fact that, um, yeah, the Norris should be probably a, a all-around type of thing. I don't know that your metrics and your, and your get a little tougher at that point. I think yeah. that Darnell Nurse, no matter what he does, is going to get a bum rap just because of the contract. He's the point, new yeah. Sean Horkoff. Why I don't, I don't know. I don't get this thing. We have so many fans who've been around a long time. Yeah. Sean Horkoff. And sit there and say Horkoff had the raw end of the deal because of what his pay scale was, not what he was doing on the ice. We are literally doing the same thing with Darnell. It's like we are, mm-hmm. we, we've done this once. Mm-hmm. We learned our lesson. Yep. We spoke about it in the years in between. Mm-hmm. Oh, shouldn't have done that. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Now people are doing it again yeah, without like, even like a hesitation in it. Like, yeah. you know, damn well, you're Sean Horkoff, you're Horkoffing this guy. Mm-hmm. Does it stop anybody? Nope. All they want to do, they want to rush, rush be the first one to point a finger and say, this is what he did wrong because they feel like they get some sort of some rush to it for them. Yeah. Or like, it's like, look at this guy. I was the first one pointed out. I pointed my finger for it. Like, I don't mm. understand where that look how smart I am about the sport. I think the guy who makes a lot is actually bad. Yeah. Well, like, it goes like going back to the Horkoff thing, like Kevin Lowe gave him that contract. He signed it. Nobody was pointing at Kevin Lowe after the fact. It was always like, oh, Horkoff makes too much money. And in retrospect, it was like five point something million dollars. It was five, two. Yeah, wasn't it? Right. Same with Darnell nurse. I, Ken Holland didn't have to give him that contract at that moment. He still had another year left. I I get it, but like I would have was, signed it too, man. He was playing for cheap when he was he was underpaid when he was uh, on those bridge deals. To me, that's a bigger conversation about did the Oilers take the right approach with Darnell Nurse with the bridge deals? I understand there was cap. Second stuff one, going no. On. First one, yes. Yeah. So. There's also a thing there where they signed him on the back of a ridiculous heater in the all Canadian season. Mm-hmm. Eh. His, you know? po- his, his, his numbers right now are not terrible. They're not when terrible. he's comparables to the other defensemen, they I think are he can not play terrible. Better, though. I don't think there's any doubt he can play better than he is right but here's now. What yeah, I'll he say, simply his game a bit. For he the people who want, to, who want to rag on him, the mistakes he makes have never, ever, ever, ever been effort based. 
This no. isn't a guy who's checking no. out of games, no, who's never. suddenly not competitive, who got the payday kicked back and was like, I'm going to start sucking now. Nope. Like he has, he's done his best and he's having a bad year. Guys have bad years all the time. A year ago today, the San Jose Sharks could have thrown three first round picks with Eric Carlson and no one was touching that shit. Yep. Would you Look say he's now. actually having a bad year? Well, there's also, I want to add on to that because- there are some mistakes that are obviously yep. there and you go, whoa, human factor. The St. Louis one stands but out. He is one point away was, from matching his career high. I was just looking at that one too. point away. One goal away from be having three 10 goal seasons as a defenseman that doesn't play on the power. And compare him to other defensemen in five on five scoring. I will do just that for you, Rick, because the Thank numbers you. are very good. First yes. off, I'll give you this from John Scott's co-host, Tim Darnell nurse over the last three seasons, even strength goals, third amongst D-men, even strength points, 10th plus minus ninth. Okay. Maybe not a great stat time on ice. 11th, 11th thing is the 11th most played D-men over the last three years. Guess what? When you're on the ice a lot, you're going to make mistakes that will happen. Good players have the puck more. They're in tougher situations turnovers will be more apparent to the naked eyes. It's of. funny how many people will sit there and rag on him for, for, for turnovers. Mm-hmm. But did they, he, they stood up for Taylor Hall and his turnovers. Cause he had the puck. So often. Yeah. it was the exact same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Darnell it's, nurse, sorry, is tied for seventh with Kale McCarr for even strength points this year. He has more even strength points than Darlene Taves, Yossi, Haskinen, Petrangelo. Like again, we can, And I know I'm now on the opposite side of this debate, kind of cherry picking, but I feel like people watch, they see the turnovers and now they just have in their brains that he sucks. And now when they watch games, they notice every turnover because they're looking for That's all they're looking for. Yeah. And it's funny because they're very, very quiet when he does something good. Like last night when he went bar down to get the others. Yes. I asked you if we should give him a race. I said, (laughs) if he scores one more goal, it's something to consider. One million per goal. <laughs> Tied Fair for enough. first in shorthanded points and shorthanded goals by defenseman this year. <laughs> Most goals by a defenseman in overtime in Oilers franchise history too. I've kind of pivoted my thinking on the nerve situation because it's not going to go away. Yeah. I'm just going to have fun with it. I, That's all you can really do because he's not a bad player. No. He's not at all. Most nights prior to Ekholm, especially, he was the best defenseman by far on this team. I think Is he, he paid too much. Yeah. A lot of people are paid too much. But if you look at those comparables, it's tough to say he is. He's in the top 15 of everything you just said. It is funny. Tyler and I had this debate about him. I can't remember exactly what it when it was, but it was only a couple of weeks ago, I guess. But we were talking how everyone rags on Nurse because, oh, he doesn't, doesn't, he's not on the power play. How can he be good? How can you pay him so much? But when McDavid and Dreisaitl score on the power play, they're not valuable points. Yeah. So it's like, what do, you, what do you want? Here? He's got 40 points as a defenseman that never plays on the power play. Point yeah, every other no game, sense. essentially, right? Yeah. Makes and no sense. If they gave him top power play minutes, he'd have a ton more points and all of yeah. that. And But again, that's not what he's here to do. He's here to kill penalties. He's here to be the guy who you can put out late in the game. And there are, there are moments where, yeah, you kind of wince. But again, like this year, he's made more mistakes than you'd like. But guys can have bad seasons. And also, I had someone today in the comment section on Oilers Nation every day saying, you can't win with Darnell Nurse in your top four. Bro, they went to the conference finals. Darnell Nurse was on one leg. <laughs> These guys make such absolute statements that yeah. are ridiculous. I, Chris Letang from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Most people would generally agree he's pretty good. Very yes. good. He All has the same, the same yes. amount of giveaways as Darnell Nurse in 20 fewer games. It happens. It was, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was something like giveaways per 60 or something like that. I think it was Victor Hedman had more giveaways per six than Darnell Nurse or something like crazy like that. It's just like when you play top minutes, like I said, he's almost playing 25 minutes a night. Every now and then, a puck isn't going to go directly to McDavid or Dreisaitl. And when he's you're playing those minutes, you're probably play, playing against the top competition. Yeah. yeah you guess guess what? What? Those guys are damn good too. Yes. Also, something I want to say about some of the giveaways too, like some of that to me, at least in my opinion, this is anecdotal, of course, is on the way the Oilers break out the puck. Oh, yeah, definitely. They fly the zone super early sometimes. And those first breakout passes, they have to be gunned all the way up to center. <laughs> those are tough. Those are tough plays to make. Yep. When I went to the Arizona game last week, the one that started at 2 a.m. Eastern time, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was watching Nurse just kind of, I just dialed in on him a little bit. And sometimes... 
he'll just get put in the absolute worst spot by his like defensive partner. And then something happens from there that leads to him being like, look at what nurse did. And it's like, no, he's, Cody's oh, he's having a rough almost year. bailing somebody out here. And he's just like, now he's under so much pressure to do it because he's got three guys around him. He's just buried against the boards and it's just in the back of the net. Vincent Dejanay last night turned that puck over before the second goal when he got the penalty. Yeah. He turned that puck over and he resulted in a power play and then they scored. If that was Darnell Nurse. I would have been absolutely all over the internet. And I'm not just, right. Vinny's just a recent example of it. The other yep. defensemen do it all the time, but it's just like, but holy smokes, lay off the guy a little bit. He's literally like the conversation too, which I find interesting is how Ekholm is the best defenseman than Chris Pronger. Since, since Chris, Chris Pronger. Pronger. And what has Darnell Nurse been this last five years, right? Four years, maybe. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's Chris Pronger, but it's just like, there's a guy here that, statistically has been very, very good for the others for three or four years now, whatever it's been. Underpaid during those bridge deals, man. And we just disrespect him so much by this new guy who comes in and I call him, he's fantastic. I love him. It's like, ah, Donald Nose has kind of been that guy too. Should Daryl grow a beard? If he can, yes. Yep. That would be, that'd be good luck. I agree. (laughs) There's also the factor too, like. He can grow a beard, I think. Let's say Bang Nose. seen it as a blogger produces as a middle six forward, which I feel like is a, uh, probably an overestimation of my skills. <laughs> Jay walks in this room right now and he goes, you know what, bag milk? We're going to, what would that have been for Daryl? We're going to double your salary. I'll be like, fuck. Yeah. Let's giddy up. I'm not going to go. You know what? Let's bring that down a touch. That's a little too much for me. Thank you. That's a little too much. I Expectations was like, I don't are too like high. that. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It does not happen. So yeah. what was the debate if that was the right or what? No, we just wanted to debate what John had to say and bring up a little bit of uh Darnell nurse talk. Cause John again, is not out to lunch on this one. Not on this one. Not totally. Out to lunch, no. <laughs> well, a lot of people has a valid point. Yeah. I think the idea around it saying it should be a more well-rounded defenseman that gets nominated for the Norris is right. But also Eric Carlson season has been nuts, but it's funny too. Like we talked about effort that nurse brings every single night that overtime goal that nurse scored against San Jose yeah, through a like, lack of effort from Eric Carlson. Yes. Yeah. So that's a good point. It's just funny. Funny how the world turns sometimes. Also just going back to that one real quick. I remember when Darnell nurse picked up the pocket center ice and I go, what are you doing up there? He's <laughs> got nosebleeds. He's so far up the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drop some <laughs> coins out of his pocket. Yep. Where she goes. <laughs> picked, up the, picked up the winner. That's all that matters. There's our delicious debate brought to you by Oodle Noodle. Why not have some nudes while you're enjoying the hockey throughout the course of this week? Uh, some other stuff. Let's talk about the game last night. The Oilers get a win over the Arizona Coyotes. Just, yep. That, like, first of all, Oilers fans travel the best ever. Great stuff. That was, that was cool. a home game last there night. There were less people. And I'm not, this is not a shot at anybody. <laughs> there were less people at that game than there were at the Vegas game when we were there. Yes. Numbers wise. Yes. Percentage-wise. But percentage-wise. Percentage-wise, it was crazy. <laughs> so, first of all, the thing I want to say is, like, even though I was watching warm-ups and looking at the camera angles and stuff, it's like, man, I would love to go to a game there. Did you see, like, so they they took a shot of, like, the, the announce area and then kind of, like, panned down to the ice. And I swear, it went from, like, the announce area and, like, seven rows and <laughs> the ice. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, man, we are like right here. These are good seats. I also thought it was interesting that behind the nets, they don't have anybody because it's like lit raised seating <laughs> right. back there. It was interesting. I thought it was outside of the shadows on the ice from the light. Oh, I lost the puck a lot. Mm. That was the only complaint. I Didn't had, the really. puck not like shoot into the air like 64 times. Yeah, there was. And then they're like, you would see guys kind of almost lose it. Yeah, the they don't even know where drop. it is. I'm like, well, if I can't find it, I got to watch you guys to like kind of point. Nope. They're looking at me looking at trying to find the puck. I'm sorry, guys. You know what? The others went in there and they, they handled their business. It wasn't perfect by any means, but they got the win in like a hostile barn outside of the Oilers fans everywhere. But and that team just took Colorado to a shootout. Yeah. Coyotes are good at home. They're like really they're, solid at they're home. They're a top five home team in the NHL this year, which is insane. Yeah, because yeah, aren't they like twenty seventh in the yeah. league or something like that? So you got to appreciate the way the Oilers went into what is a hostile territory mm-hmm. and got the job done. And I'm like, not regular territory too. It's just the way it kind of also up. Like the walk that they had to do from the dressing room to the Hilarious. ice was literally walking through like 
the concession area and outside. Like, I wonder if any of the scratches walk through there, grab a dog when they're going in, you know, <laughs> yeah, like Stu is sitting behind the glass. He just had a little popcorn hidden under there. Behind the glass and like. You had to pay for a seat, I heard. There was, there was a partition between him and the defenseman. <laughs> yeah, you had to pay for that a seat. That was weird. That was, that was odd. That was funny. Well, the laugh. whole thing's weird about having an NHL rink with 4,600 capacity. Like I was listening to the Jason Greger show yesterday and they were talking about how temp, where are they? Tempe, Tempe. Arizona? Yeah. City council voted unanimously to build a new arena, but they have a referendum with like a citizens vote coming up soon. And that one isn't quite as if people aren't so hyped about yeah. paying the tax dollars to get that done. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with them. Uh, hey, wait, that vote doesn't pass. They're going to Houston this summer, baby. Do you think Gary yeah. will finally give it up? Yep. I think, I think you, you have, have no to. choice. You have no choice of that, but you don't even have a rink. I just, I don't feel like when was the last time you ever saw Gary finally just like, Fine. Okay. He sits there and adamantly tells you the puck is dropped on time. <laughs> okay. Straight to your face. Says, no, there's not an issue here. Our refs are the best I've ever been. God. Counterpoint. Yeah. He pulled the plug on Atlanta real quick when it was time to do so. Right. Well, when that's the Winnipeg, fun part though. about that one. Right. Is like came out of nowhere. It was Arizona the whole time. All Arizona Phoenix. is just like, nope, 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 nope. And then Atlanta's like, we can't do it. And they're like, all right, See send him back to Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> out you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you could be called the jets again. No problem. Let's get over, like, get over there. Um, but I just think it could be that kind of a situation where if that vote doesn't go their way, they'll sit there and go, okay, no plans for a new arena. We can't have you playing in this 5,000 seat rink permanently. You've burned too many bridges in the other areas. Houston's got a rink. Houston's got an owner who wants to spend. How do you there. get that expansion fee out of them though? Cause that's, that's but is, the essentially other, what they want. But th- think of the other owners right now who are propping, propping it up. Oh, I agree with up. you. I All agree. of a sudden you go from having to prop something up to potentially a team in Houston. Who's going to make money, be profitable, yeah, yeah. give you d- contribute to the pot. It goes from a loss to a gain, right? There's that swing. I think you don't need the expansion money. And if you one but day expansion want money is nice, I know. But if you one day wanted to expand again, you could still do it and charge someone the fee, but 32 teams, you're not going to 33, 34 anytime soon. So I think no, relocation is a way to make more money. I got yeah, a DM no, I last night from somebody who was at the game on Instagram and uh, he paid three twenty five us for his seats last night. Oh, I am going to ask you the question. Is it 325 or $3.25? Yeah, 325. Right. He had great seats, mind you. He was right down in the mix. I was like, damn man. When did he, I, I'm curious to when he bought them. Yeah. Shortly before I asked the that. game, uh, like days before. Okay. It was McDavid's first time there. Uh, well, yeah. I was going to say, I wonder if there's a, yeah. Can so we, I, they have, they don't always sell out. Do they? No. No, I don't know. So really? do, you, do you think, I think the I ticket, think so. the ticket value is, <laughs> is, uh, is increased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the ticket value is increased when you have an, uh, a team like Edmonton come through because there's 10,000 Edmontonians in that city trying to buy tickets. They even had that. Whereas if, and I don't mean, time. don't take this offense, but if the blue jackets are coming through, who's, I know <laughs> they even had that gene even had that segment on the broadcast last night where it's like this zone's normally $35 tickets. Yeah. Now they're a hundred plus. It's like, yeah, that's when Jack was like, I know a lot of guys in Edmonton. I would even a hundred dollars US. I'd be doing it. <laughs> then he just like openly took a shot at the ticket prices. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget. And this is off track now, but I went down to Arizona years ago now Seven to go to, now? yeah, something like Monday that. Night football. Monday night football. Yeah. And since we were down there, we just had a day off. We're like, Oh, the coyotes are playing. Let's go. And we walked up to the this ticket counter and I was like, <laughs> what can we do for $50 us each? And they go $50 us. You're starting you center. Sit on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I remember we were eight rows up dead center, 50 bucks us per ticket. I went to a, an Anaheim ducks game when I was in Disneyland and they were playing the Islanders. And I think it was a Friday night. And it was the Islanders though. But we, and me and my buddy and his dad went up to the ticket booth. And he said, what, are the, what, are, what do you have available? And the guy goes, literally everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you like Hell to sit? Yeah. Have you guys heard the clip of McDavid being asked about the mullet arena? No. no. Can we pull that up? Can we pull that on? It was on, uh, it was on YouTube. It was literally the opening question from the thing. It was response really made me chuckle. Just the immediate response. Well, it's because it's like, he's like, I haven't played Claire Drake since the back in the rookie days. <laughs> yeah. He was talking about like airy. Oh, is this it? Yeah. Connor, first impressions of mullet arena. <laughs> <laughs> 
just laughs. Mullet Arena. Fuck it. I want, oh, where'd it go? I want, what is his actual answer, though? First impressions of Mullet Arena. <laughs> Impressions of Mullet Arena. That's all. Like, what was the actual answer, though? That's the whole clip. So I don't know. <laughs> the clip. The clip's on YouTube. <laughs> you can listen to the full clip on YouTube. He Paraphrase? just said. He basically said, "Like, I haven't played in a rink like this since I was in junior, and it was fun when I did it." They asked him what rinks he liked to play in, and he said Kitchener and Airy. And someone was like, well, they double the capacity of this ring. <laughs> and he laughed again. It was just, it was just a really funny opening. It segment. reminded me last night of when we went to, this is early nation days. We went to Ryan Smith's retirement, <clears throat> Jersey retirement, Moose Jaw. They got a cool arena yep. in Moose Jaw. Obviously it's a junior rink, but that's what that reminded me of last night. Was watching Grapefruit baseball. Grapefruit baseball. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah, like spring training ball. Guys, yeah, yeah. It's like Dunedin. There's like 37 seats mm, there instead yeah. of playing it. It, that's what it felt like to me. I went to, um, when I was in Phoenix, right bef- before the pandemic, I went Chicago versus Chicago. And uh, I can't remember, Mesa, is it called or something like that? And yeah, like the the spring league, like the, the end oh, was yeah. just all grass. There was no seats. I was like, this is, it's kind of a cool vibe sometimes to one of those smaller venues and see like the pros play. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think we'd all agree it would be fun to go watch a game down in Arizona. And that got the wheels turning yesterday between myself and Jay and the others on real life. When we were talking about maybe an AMA travel nation vacation next season, Rick, how does this sound? All right. Let's say the schedule breaks our way. Okay. The Oilers play on a Saturday night in in Arizona. Love that. You fly in. Are they allowed to play on weekends? Nah, in this hypothetical world, yes. All right. <laughs> you fly in on Friday, bright and early. Yep. Get a little nice afternoon round of golf in I with everyone. Mm. Saturday, Oilers game. Love it. Sunday, little afternoon golf. Fly back that evening. Boom. How's that for a weekend? Two rounds of golf and an Oilers game in the sun. Fantastic. However, we talked about this a couple of years ago too, where we almost tried to put it together. You find a game where you can start going to both. So you mm. catch the Arizona game. And I think it's about a three hour bus ride to Vegas. Yeah, it's not far. And then you'll catch a game. There. That would be a fun I drove bus from, ride. I drove from Phoenix to Vegas. It's not far. So you could. That was, that's an Edmonton to Calgary bus trip. Yeah. It's, Those are usually pretty fun. Maybe a little bit, but like, yeah. The Calgary to Edmonton bus trip, not as fun. No, definitely. The uh, folks quiet. at AMA Travel, they help us with our nation vacations. I have a funny feeling they could help us out with this. A little golf, Oilers, Coyotes, Oilers, Golden Knights, all in one kind of. Oh, boy. So that'd be quite the and, and, and then year. And then somehow. You sprinkle in some Fremont Street into this. Oh, come on. Come on. Nice dance party. Yeah. Take your shoes off. Just kick it. I have a <laughs> splash around the puddles. I have a blank <laughs> check right now for you. AMA travel. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our friends at AMA travel. AMA travel dot C a let's Wait, I got a, I got a question. I'm just okay. counting. One second. Just one second. Yeah. How many, yeah. how many games do you think the Arizona Coyotes played on home ice on a Saturday this season? Zero. I'll, I'll say two. Well, it took you that long to count. So I'm going to go with four. Two. I and nailed it. One of them was last week and the other one was just a month before. So I'm assuming <laughs> Arizona state season was done at that point. Now they Probably. could fill them. They had yeah. a few Sundays, but most <laughs> two Saturdays all year. Crazy. And Some wasn't of the jokes it like, are funny didn't they have to go like three weeks before their first home game? I think it was 13 games in a row. That they were on the road to start the year. It is amazing, though, to the Coyotes' credit. Like, they're legit at home. Can't do shit on the road. And they had some tough road trips in there that would have been difficult and hurt that record as well. Like, for the cards they've been dealt, and I'm talking only about the 23 guys on their active roster, no one else really, coaching staff, I suppose, but that's it. For the cards they've been dealt, have the season they have had, pulled off some of the wins they have, the runs they've had, pretty respectable. Not I'll tell bad. you whoever gets them next is going to have a pretty good team. Those 23, <laughs> those 23 dudes cost about what? 39, $39 million. And, and the rest is yeah, the rest of the guys you haven't dead. played in years. Yeah. <laughs> you really got to respect what they've done. And honestly, if I'm the owner of Arizona, I think next year you got to go to Armstrong and be like, Hey man, put some, a winning product on the ice. Cause these guys clearly know how to do it. Like just put an extra couple of bodies out there. You got guys you can put an LTIR now. But the thing is, Bill Armstrong is not, you know, collecting these contracts because he thinks it's fun. And the owner's like, what the hell? I know. He, yeah. For he's sure. doing this because the owner is telling him to. Oh, he is? Well, also, you, can't, you can only spend X amount on players. You need to get to the floor and do all of this. That's where this is coming from. And it from, needs right? to be flipped. Armstrong needs to go to the owner and say, yes. we've got a winning product here. 
less That's what I mean. The people in Houston isn't enjoy. the owner in yes. jail. Well, the one truth. of the minority yeah. owners is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, can you imagine? I think the owner of the Rockets, Frittata, right? I, I love Frittata. I love a Frittata. Uh-huh. I think I it's his name. I don't know. Oh, I might be getting that really wrong. Anyways, James if you were to get hungry. them, can you imagine if he went and was like, you know what? New team, first year in Houston. I'm ready to spend some coin to turn this into a winning product. Bill Armstrong, you can put all of those guys, Voracek, Weber, Lad Little, you can LTI arm and you can spend that $26.8 million. Spend that in free agency. See what you can do. That team would suddenly look really good. There's Lots a the thing to be said about <clears throat> the team that you just kind of like sweep under the carpet and don't really, and don't really consider that. Right. And you start yeah, to fair. get too big and then they, they don't really fulfill what you expect anymore. There's a thing. There's something to be said about being that underdog. There's got to be a gradual buildup of it, I guess, but I don't know. I think they've got a lot of talent there. To Kelly's me, it kind sick. of reminds Miss me Sally's of sick. Oilers Rebuild 1 or 2.0. Like at Can you the give end me some of players season, so I know exactly who we're referring to? Like, like we talk Taylor Hall. Like, like, oh, okay, that rebuild. Taylor right. Hall, Jordan Eberle, like Hope Era. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of those seasons when they were just playing loose and free, they were collecting wins and people go, oh, next year's the year. Next year's the year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Buffalo Sabres <laughs> do that almost every yeah. single year too. Yeah. Dude, they've yeah. been saying that about... And, they still have an opportunity, but they've been saying about that for with Ottawa for a couple of years, right? And they're just not quite getting mm. quite there. How yet. about Ottawa's big win over Florida last night? Like, doesn't that really fuck Florida's chances of making the playoffs? They're toast, dude. Like they if Florida. they go if they were to go seven and one, they would still need help. Wow. Wow. And I also good. love the Brady's better chance going on. That was a good. That was a fun <laughs> game to watch. Um the Arizona Coyotes in the first three rounds of the upcoming NHL draft will pick seven times. Next year in the first three rounds, they'll pick eight times. And the Is year that after good, that, though? seven. Eventually you have to like have space for those guys to play. Yeah, but at least you can see it, who pans out, who doesn't and make trades from that. When was the on. last time you saw a team with like that many picks do something good? Boston, they don't like if you ask Boston fans, they didn't like what they did when they had the three picks that in 15 or whatever it was. When you look at the Oilers and we had the three picks in 07 or whatever it was, Sam Gagne was good. The other two, not Alex so. Alex Plant could still turn out. <laughs> yeah, but still. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, yeah, but you need to trust your scouts. Yeah, and- I, or would you not? Would you not? rather turn the turn those draft picks into like almost ready players or into better do at least prospects right now. That you know, like maybe mm. they keep two of the first rounders and then trade the other one. We already them. know yeah. that you need quality players, high skilled players, veterans to help your high skilled rookies. We saw well, that with that veterans. first rebuild. We never had a Taylor Hall never had a player that he could look at and say, "Okay." offensively you've done what I'd like to do one day. And you kind of look at them mm. kind of the way Darnell gets to do at home right now, or, you know, with that, that type of a situation, you need that in, in these young teams with that much youth, you need quality players, quality veterans that still trying to be like the, the mentor. Maybe Claude Giroux out in, out in Ottawa. And that's what I yeah. do. Like what Ottawa did, right? You get Chickering, you get Giroux, two guys who want to be there, take pride in it. I Everybody wanted Chickering and where is he? I heard again. Mm. Everybody wanted Carlson. And what did he let let nurse skate right in? I think we got the right player there. Oh yeah. I'm a big fan of Matias at home. He had a pretty Mm. rough giveaway last night, but again, the beard is so manly. Yeah. I still don't like, I, so when he shot it, I think the only way that puck could do that is if it, Turned on his stick a bit and hit flat against the boards. And it was a weird one. Cause that thing died right there. It was weird. I'm sure. But nobody gives him hell for that. I did. Did you? I said, you may be handsome and damn it, you're manly, but I'll forgive you. <laughs> Let's tighten it up. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's on the line here down the stretch for the Oilers. But first, we're going to step aside for a quick ad. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Big game tonight against the Vegas Golden Knights. The Oilers, I mean, man, if you would have, uh, what's the laughing? I might even pull out a koozie. Well, I was <laughs> waited for Liam to tell me the ad was over. <laughs> I wasn't sure how long the ad was, so it's hard to, it's hard <laughs> it's to say. It's fair. <laughs> if you would have told me a few weeks ago that, hey, the Oilers are about to go on an 8-1-1 one one run, if someone would have came in, a genie from the future, walks into our podcast studio, says Oilers Nation radio crew, the Oilers are about to go on an 8-1-1 one one run. Mm. What would we have been talking about? We'd have been sitting here going top spot in the division, top spot in the conference. No, because fucking Vegas won't stop winning. And LA's eight Oh and two in that span as well. And it's just, I'm really frustrated. That is the Oilers get smoking hot. The rest of the division's like, Oh yeah, shit. We're going to start trying now too. Don't forget. It's 82 games. We got to rush out that whole, every single game first place. I know I have money on the line here. I'm not giving up yet. I've seen it too often. We've come into the third period and been down by a couple. You can, you got to run through first base, right? Like it's not quite over yet. Okay. Let's, they, all those teams still have to win. We still have to win. We still have an opportunity here. All that's true. It just makes me, it just makes me think of just the missed opportunities when the Oilers were not playing well earlier in the year. Those are like, yeah. you know, the, the lost, the two, the losses to Columbus. Annoying. The law early loss to the Ducks, annoying. There's your six points right there, and you're in first. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Who would, Kate, which team preferably would you like to see in the first round? Vegas. Well, Seattle. Seattle, ideally, but Vegas over. LA's just really good. Here's the question I threw to Jay, though, because I think we're all kind of in agreement. You'd rather see Vegas. And I know, Liam, you say. I'm kind of in the middle. Like, you'd rather play Vegas, but you understand. Yeah, I think. Vegas is such an interesting team because every year they seem to go through these obstacles and they're coming out on the other side of them for the most part, like goaltending carousel, half the team we've never even heard of before yet. Here they are first in the division. LA's good, but I was kind of looking at the schedule. They're not really beating anybody. Mm-hmm. They're beating, you got to win your game out of it, right? And that's obviously important, but like, I feel like the Oilers are just, just as good. Let me give you a stat here, Liam. Here we and go. This is, uh, mind you, this is two days old. <laughs> Since February 1st, the LA Kings are 14-0-2 against non-playoff or wildcard teams. They are 1-2-1 against actual playoff teams. Since so, when? Uh, Feb 1st. So they played four games against playoff teams? Yeah, that's kind of what I was that, uh, Well, so there's wildcard teams in the first stat as well. So wildcard team is a playoff team, but like top three in your division teams. They've only played four games. And they're catching teams at like good times too for them. Like they've played Calgary a little bit or obviously fall in Winnipeg a couple of times, Nashville as well. So they're not playing like horrible teams. Obviously there's some teams, those three teams I just mentioned are fighting for the playoff lives, but they seem to be trying to climb up a waterfall with nothing behind it. Cause again, absolutely nowhere. And it's just, I don't know. I'm very curious to see what it's going to be like when we play LA on what is it Thursday? Thursday. I imagine the boys are going to be fired up for Thursday that and next Tuesday. The last time. one did not go well. We have them twice, yeah. don't we? Yep. Thursday and Tuesday. It's going to, it's huge. It's, it's massive to, if the others want to accomplish anything in the actual division in the regular season, they have to win tonight and they have to beat LA probably both games. Yeah. I think you have to beat LA both games. Um, and that'll they be can going. do it. Like there's yep. no reason the others cannot beat LA. They just have to tighten up defensively. They just can't beat themselves. Yep. Yes. We're not getting beaten by other teams per se. We're making our own mistakes that are allowing other teams to have opportunities. Like last night as an example, the others had to score five to win, you know, certain goalies giving you four. <laughs> yeah, but we got to like the, like the nurse thing that you said earlier, where it's like something that led to nurse having to do something. We're doing that to our goaltenders too. A Man. little bit, but I would also go back. Like he hasn't had a percentage above 900. We can eight games. Yeah. I've, I've like, we said earlier, we got to stop looking at his percentage for the year. I've just stopped looking at his percentage even per game. He's 
<laughs> I'll just start what looking at stats in general. Yeah, you, you do care about wins. I mean, you can go back to this as like 80s hockey, right? That's just the way it goes. It's a, it's a goaltender who's been struggling all year. Yeah. Who is not getting a lot of reps. So the rebound control last night, I know you want to be better, but without a lot of reps, you can you're, kind of understand You're that. working on that in practice. That's inexcusable. There's, that's a big, a bold, there's a huge difference between practice and game. It's lame as shit, man. You Other don't back, think there's a difference between practice and game? No, I'm there saying is, if like, you're a backup goalie, do what you need to do. to, And that just comes back. Is it a preparation thing then for Campbell? Seven like, I don't care if he's not playing four. a lot, man. Other backup goalies don't play a lot and they have better numbers than Jack Campbell. Are they the, the, the wins? Okay, that regardless, there, make the, the, the reason he's getting make wins the last is save. He's making the last save. It's not goals. a great. It's not a great season for him. It's a bad season for him. Yeah, but he's somehow making that last save to make sure we win. Just feels like there's been a lot of oh well, his equipment wasn't great. Let me ask you a question. You playing him in the playoffs? Uh, not unless you have to. I mean, but he he's there not my go. number one right now though. Yeah, he's not. It's just I play about play him against San Jose. I'd play him against San Jose coming up. It's, yeah, those fine. Like get do some rest there while you can leading up to the playoffs. But like the numbers are the numbers. He's such an interesting goalie because I just feel we're looking at for the bad again. I, I, I said this on all this nation every day too, is yeah, you don't think you really need to look. I think, I mean, it's happens. obvious, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's but we're, right away. We're going, that's a bad, as opposed yeah. to like when that, Little fella was bringing the puck across the blue paint. Oh, the Italian guy? Yeah, yeah. Michelli. And uh, he was doing that. And then, but if your defenseman yeah. play some body there, there's there's something different there, right? I've kind of just eliminated goaltending numbers from my mind now for both Skinner and Camo because now the counter argument is just like, oh, well, Skinner's not been, his numbers don't look good. When you play in these last three games, he's not had over a 900 since Dallas. But when you actually watch the games, he's actually playing pretty good. Goaltending and goaltenders are both voodoo. Stop trying to understand them. Who knows? It's kind of irrelevant. The best stat is obviously wins. And like Jack Campbell is somehow getting wins every single night. Makes no sense. It's not in the perfect fashion. And I think the frustrating part about it is, is he's actually making big saves. There are a lot in the moment, like high scoring chances. He's saving them. The ones that are going in are the weaker ones where it's like, Man, like, how did you, how did you just come across a crease and stuff that guy on the one timer, but the one where it's just like, you're not even, it's first goal. You're not, and the first, yeah, you're not even screened. And yeah, it's just, just like your, your, your glove is just like not in the right spot. The second one, obviously I don't think that's on him. It's a bad bounce, whatever. And then, yeah, the guy comes across and then the fourth one, whatever that one was, it's just like, we are making excuses. It feels like for him almost every game, but it's so weird to watch him because you're right. He makes the last save, which is arguably the most one. important one. I mean, that's the, the whole, issue, the issue is he's already allowed four or five, but also last night, Grant fear, like yeah, the whole Grant fear legend, right? Like he's just very lucky. The others scored five. He is. And last night he's the reason they went in with a lead into the first intermission. He was great. He was yeah. very good in the first period, yes. but it's not the but, whole Grant fear thing. Cause was Grant fear 46th in save percentage in any of those seasons? I don't, I don't know. know. You have the computer in front How of you. How many rings does he Grant fear? Did he get four or five? Five. That'll do. Jack will get five here too. <laughs> no more comparing, to, no more comparing to Graham. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you can't really compare today's hockey versus eighties hockey, but he's just, he's an intriguing story because you, yeah, there's some nights you watch him and you're like, how is this happening again? And then, yeah, he makes a big saving overtime, which prevents you all this from losing. It's like, all right, well, all right. this is Jack Campbell hockey folks. We're in for it for four more years. Yep. About uh, that. Woo. Maybe. Unless some people get, unless some people get their wish and they're like ready to buy him out right now, you can't buy. Wouldn't that be the stupidest thing in the world? He's tradable. No, he's not. But you write it out. You write it out. But he's tradable. He is. You just might not like what your return is. Yeah, the the return will not be good. You'll probably have to put something with it if they do do that. Well, careful because he'll give him another got moved too, and uh, didn't have to bring anything back. Has he been healthy scratch recently in Carolina? Saturday. Ah. He's got, those, he's got those good metrics again, though. A couple. I see the Lux carrying over, though. A lot of, a lot of mm. big saves against them. Shesterkin really robbed them. Yeah, I saw that one. Undoubtedly, Shesterkin. Yep. One big thing that happened in last night's hockey game, or one of the other big things that happened in last night's hockey game, was Leon Dreisaitl firing home his 300th career NHL goal, becoming the first player from the 2014 draft class to accomplish that feat. He is the highest scoring player from his draft class at 730 points, second place being Pasternak at 601. But 300 goals for Leon Dreisaitl. What an accomplishment for one of the best goal scorers in the NHL, the best goal scorer in the NHL, at least the when best you look. Passer in 
in the NHL? Sure, sure. But when you look over the last three seasons in the NHL, no one has scored more in that span than Leon Dreisaitl. It is uh, pretty remarkable the run he's on. And as Nick Bukestad joked on the bench, <laughs> why are we grabbing the puck? Yeah, which which, which what milestone, milestone is this? Is this? And he joked after that uh, it seems like Dreisaitl just hits a milestone every game. Did he uh, say that? Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. What milestone is this? <laughs> also, just by, since you brought up Nick Bukestad, CTV had an interview with him last week that I talked about on Better Late Than Ever. It's just so fucking funny of him spending a day at West Edmonton Mall and going to the water park and just having the time of his life. <laughs> Outrage is funny. Go find it on the CTV. That is awesome. Over the last five seasons... Leon Dreisaitl leads the NHL with 225 goals. Matthews, Ovi, McDavid, Pasternak is the rest of the top five. So uh, some stick taps to Leon Dreisaitl. Big number two nine for hitting a big milestone. That is amazing. That goal he scored last night, <laughs> it had some gas on it. I, I still don't really know how it went in, but man, it had gas on it. I didn't know it when it. One day I said, oh, I don't think Jack knew it had gone in when the puck was yeah. well, First of all, it should not have gone in. Well, facts. Yes. Yes. I think it was flat on the ice, <laughs> not a big bomb, just kind of like pushed it along. I mean, but goal scorer score, right? Shoot a shoot. And then it came, then it just, it yeah. came out real fast. There too. was another one that I thought, what's his face should have had for the Coyotes last night? Edgy. Like, which one? Elka. Edgy. Yeah. Uh, it was. <laughs> Veggie. That's a fun nickname. Also, Nick Bukestad nickname, Rotisserie Chicken. Love that. <laughs> uh, but I think that was calculated. Oh, Daniel Nurse's goal was, that one was ugly. Oh, uh, that bought down and then on the line, basically. Yeah. Oh, was, he uh, got in, yeah. Um, anyway. But anyways, I, uh, yeah, anyway, shout out to Leon Dreisaitl. I guess that was my only point. Shout out Leon. Can he beat the inevitable OV goal record? You know, the only, Ooh. oh, maybe. Mm. What's the goal record? If him and or Connor play oh, together, most goals in the league all time. I yeah, I Ooh. despise the fact he's going to do it, but I think I've just kind of gotten over the fact he's probably going to do it. I've actually changed my mind on it to think it's pretty fucking cool to have the longevity to do it as often as he's been doing it for as long yeah, as he's been doing it. That's Gretz is one of ours. He's got sixty more records. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was another podcast out there, and I don't remember who it was, but they asked if Connor can beat that record as well. The goals record, yes. I don't think he got off to a hot enough start in his career to do it. In terms well, of but goal if he, if so, if he does 60, 60 plus three times or four times, is he back in the race? Yeah, what's he at? Is that two nine? Ovi's high goal total oh, yeah, right. was sixty five in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. So, Drysaitel though, do you think he could get to seven hundred in his career? He's played six hundred. Yes, I do. He's played six hundred thirty games. He's at three hundred. I do. If yes. he's if he and Connor continue to play, yeah. If he stays here, yeah. If he if he God forbid ends up leaving, no. Most likely, no. You don't know where he's going to go, but most those likely, two are yeah. magic together. There's yes. well. Even so, I stand by my point. No matter where he goes on earth, he's not like his guy won't be Connor if uh -huh. he leaves. <clears throat> the power play won't be as good. He won't have someone that dangerous feeding him the puck in his spot. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Those but two it, are like very Sedine like almost in uh -huh. the way they work together. If he does hit 700, he will when move. He hits 700. Sorry, he will move <laughs> into the top 10 all time in goals. So it's pretty rad that Leon Dreisaitl, a guy we got third overall, could go down as, again, one of the best goal scorers. The only in milestone I care about is we've got eight games to get nine points for Ryan Nugent. He's going to do it. Scored another clutch one the other day. Game winner last night. Uh huh. What it's is it? Um, like he's had that G clutch gene this year. What's the benchmark to get into the top 10? What's the 10th guy I have? Uh, the goal 10th yes. all time 659. is 659. It's Iserman with 692. Messier, I was at his last game. Kick rocks, Iserman. Yeah. yeah, game six. What a game, <laughs> nerd. Thanks, Hemsky. All time power play goals. Leon Dreisaitl, uh, that record is 299. Oh, you'll hit that next season. Ovi, yeah. Ovi holds that one. <laughs> what is he actually? 125, at? I think. Yeah, because he's getting close to like the Oilers record or whatever, isn't he? Or yep. passing Smitty. Yeah. Or no, it's passing no, Glenn Anderson. Isn't it tied? Smitty and Glenn Anderson are tied? Nah, I don't remember. 121 is what he's at right now. 112th ah, all time. So um, if he pots one tonight, he'll move into 110th all time 50, and tie Frank Mahovlich. 53 game winning goals on his career too. 
Big games are huge. Yeah, this is your uh, last kick at the division here, right? Sort of. Yeah, you probably. Gotta, like, it's got to be a win. Yeah, you, Rick. Sort of. I mean, not technically uh, no, uh, but pretty much yes. I don't like being uh, that must-win guy, so... Yeah, not technically, but pretty. Damn. Lose, I think it's a must win, not necessarily for the points. No, no, but, but I don't like. I don't like saying the must win yes. unless it's actually a must must win. So technically, you can win. still win the division by losing tonight, but it's going to be a hell of a lot harder. Yeah, if you if you were to lose and tonight, you need a lot more help. If you were to lose tonight, you'd be seven back, and they still have a game in hand on you, and you'd only have seven games to play, which means the most points you can get is fourteen. Like it's yeah, it's tough. So if you want. To have a shot at the division, I think you got to get two points in regulation this evening yes, against please, the Vegas the Golden Knights. Also, LA is playing Calgary. No, oh, geez. Oh, come so, on, Calgary. Do something. Mail them the two points, I guess. Another weak opponent for the LA Kings. No kidding. Frauds. <laughs> Although my preseason, I got a Frauds. Look. I would mean to like some, someone thought they were good or they tried to be good. I think they're just bad the whole time. The Kings my preseason the hot takes looking pretty good right now, boys. Which was what? Nazem Kadri will not hit 60 points on the season. What's he at? 51. I think <laughs> my hot take was that five teams from the Pacific would make the playoffs. Getting four for sure. Yeah. Calgary, four points back of Winnipeg. Same number of games played. So an outside shot for the Calgary Flames. Where's Nashville factor into that, though? Nashville is five points back with two games in hand. Come on, Tyson Berry. Flames schedule. They Read do have, there. the Flames yeah. actually do have a head to head against the Jets on April fifth, and a head to head against the Preds. So they are not out of it by any means. Also, Calgary's schedule: L.A. tonight, and then they go Vancouver, Anaheim, <laughs> Chicago. Oh, so decent chance for them they to maybe make up some ground. But like they've lost Anaheim. Yeah, no, they they've lost to Chicago. Some of those teams have to start worrying about where they finish in the uh, draft lottery. You know. Well, so I, was, I was talking to David Quadrelli, or he's our editor in chief, and he runs Canucks Army, and I'm like. What's with Vancouver playing themselves out of the Bedard sweepstakes? Like, what it's are you crazy? Them and oh, Arizona were both like, ah, we're good. We don't, we don't want it. Did Montreal do that too? Yeah, a little bit. San Jose is the team that's put themselves in pole position here. <laughs> so good for them. Uh, I remember that used that used to be us. But like when it was the Oilers, though, I remember the first ones. There was like a fifty percent chance if you finished dead last, you got that pick. It's Forty-eight point one, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. It's like just not the case anymore. And oh, then there was one also, too many. Then there's I was like eighteen point three or something. But then there was the year the Oilers didn't even win it. New Jersey won it, but they could only move up so many slots. So yeah, I think got Taylor Hall or whatever or the Nuge. There yeah, was Nuge. the Nuge. Yeah. And then Larson went to Jersey. It, yeah. Oh yeah, that's why they got the fourth. Edmonton got some breaks. That's for sure. And then Buffalo. <laughs> In Florida. 11.5% of the time it works every time. Buffalo and Florida decide to leave the German on the board. Mm-hmm. It was awfully nice of them. Oh, yeah, very nice. Out. We don't we don't say thank you to Florida and Buffalo for that. I <laughs> say it to, to Buffalo every chance I get. And then yeah. of course they're because they're so bad at winning lotteries. And then Calgary fans laughed because they got Sam Bennett, the better player. Do you remember the so Spectre? I don't know yeah, I don't know why it just keeps fucking popping up at Spectre's like I don't care about the McWhatever kid. Calgary's pretty happy I'll with take her this Bennett. Sam, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doug Gilmore 2.0. Oh, this sounds like I think we just got Gretzky 2.0. So <laughs> Doug okay. Gilmore couldn't do a pull-up. <laughs> what is interesting though is uh Sam Bennett since leaving Calgary. New guy. Solid player. Is he that good this year though? Not he fell off from last year, but he's uh, so that team last year is a bit of an, an anomaly. Yeah, he had 28 goals and 49 points last year. He's got 16 goals and 40 points this year. So, point pace is roughly the same, but the goal production is definitely not. Team point pace ain't there. The three players who kind of stand head and shoulders above the rest in that draft class are Leon Dreisaitl, David Pasternak, and Braden Point. Where did Pasternak go? Pasternak went 25th and point went 79. So it's the third overall pick leading the way. Then the 25th overall pick and the 79th overall pick. And like just a lot of point. Like Mm. I would love to know what was like now with hindsight, it's easy. Right. But why did people not want Braden point? Like why did 60 picks go by without him? It was his height. It was too small. His height. And why the hell did Reinhardt go ahead of Leon? I don't know. I remember Sam's a little people. fella. I was actually reading about the dry saddle draft a little while ago. I He's six two. old stuff. Is he? Yeah. Oh shit. I take Is he really? Sam, Sam Reinhardt. Yeah. Tall and skinny. Eh? Oh, all right. I thought he was mean more. fighting machine. I remember I was looking back at some of our bra- draft profiles for Leon from 2014 and it was uh foot speed was the issue. 
Do you remember? That's what everybody was talking about. Yeah, he got his first year. Oh, he can't skate. Then he went back to Germany, did something. He came back like mm-hmm. Acme Rocket Rocket Skates. On and then skate. it was, oh, he's just a playmaker, just a playmaker. And then it was like, how about I develop a sweet shot? 50 goal guy, <laughs> bang, done. How about now I find an office? Second in the best player in the world. No one else can score from yeah. it. Like. Special player. Shout out to also, by the way, favorite account at this time of the year. Matthew Iwanek has the Oilers playoff magic number at seven. If there's one account I'm a little more excited about, it's the one that posted last night or the night before about the percentages to winning the Stanley Cup. Oh, money, money puck. puck. And we were first. Money Puck has us at one now. I don't understand why the model is so... Like those statistical models have traditionally been very down on the Oilers for whatever reason. Maybe it's the depth that's starting it's to look good. Depth. Um, but yeah, money puck as of this morning. But like you could also have three 100 point players on the roster. I think yeah. it's the stars that the Oilers have. Don't you think it is? Well, too much star or so much star power. They've probably got four star forwards. That's not including Evander Kane. Yeah, it could be when five. He, when he shows up. Yeah. Defensively, they've probably got two stars in Ekholm and Nurse. Yeah. And then a goaltender in the Stuart Skinner. In, in Bush. Yeah. And then in Stuart Skinner, you've got a goaltender that can can steal a game on his best night, right? You look at the teams in the West, just on paper, and I think you have to put the Oilers as first, um, coming out of the West. And then the East, dude, they're going to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, it's going to mm. be an absolute battle. Money Puck now has the Oilers third in the league, 13.3% to Boston, 125 to Colorado, 10.6 to Edmonton. Don't they, <laughs> don't they have the Rangers below Calgary? Last night, I swear, yeah, like 1.6 Calgary, 1.2 Rangers. Yeah, they have the Rangers at a 0.9% chance of winning the cup. <laughs> Calgary and Florida <laughs> both above them. Yeah. Maybe this model needs to be. So I was going to say, so should we believe anything that we've just spoke about? Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because the whole trade deadline went down, right? And, you know, everybody in the East is like pumping their team up with all these players. And everyone's like, the Rangers. Oh, my God, they got Kane. I'm like, three weeks ago, were the Rangers the top team in the mm-hmm. East? Like, where did you have them situated? And now you... Now we're taking everybody's accusa- acquisitions and resituate. Are they? St- I still don't think they jumped that high. So it, it was yeah. really funny. To I didn't think they'd be that low. Yeah, that seems low because like I'm looking at the Metro right now. Without question, it's not really close. The Rangers are the hottest team over the last ten games. Who are they looking at first round? Eight Devils, right? One. Yep, uh, Devils. That is going to be unbelievable. And just like New Jersey, New York, like it's going to be like a subway good, series. That's just good TV right there. Yeah. Let's give some love to our friends at Tourism Jasper. Spring is just about here, oh, or it is here. here. It, it is here. It is yep. here, but the melt is on its way. The air feels a little bit different. It look is, at these kicks he's got. Yeah, yeah that's different how I know ones. springs wow. here. He's different ones than last week. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, Rick's rocking some sweet shoes. Damn, uh, Daniel. <laughs> It is good time for some spring skiing in Jasper, though. Warmer temperatures, drinks on the patio. The escape card is still available if you want to scoop up some half-price lift tickets as well. Clear days, epic views of the mountain. Epic. Epic. Epic views. Epic views. It's a good time out with our friends at Tourism Jasper. Go sneak in a little bit of last-minute skiing. Why not? Why not before golf courses open? Is there ever a time you can do those two things in one day? Ski and golf? Oh, I don't think so. The golf course is open May 31st, March. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pushing it then. Yeah, totally. a little bit too much. A little bit I mean, you much. could just go hack some balls in town if you want. That's yep, fair. why not? Yep. Tourism Jasper does not advocate for that. No, 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 no. Just no. bag milk does. <laughs> yeah. Just like uh, set up by the train and just start smashing balls. Oh, I just don't take your take a driver up to the top of the mountain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see no problems with that. <laughs> Sorry, Tourism Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end the show with everyone's favorite segment, word association. Yeah, you were chomping the, the reason bit. BM came in today. Yep. Oh my lord, I've been I, waiting. I wasn't sure if we were going to bring it up because you didn't say it in the, the show script. Yeah, I've been kind of. It's more fun it. just to leave it and then we just break it to him at this point. And yeah. See if he's uh, fighting it or not. He's like, fine, I have four words. I have four words. See, I had a I had a quick question though. <sighs> if someone can fill me in on some NHL history. Mm-hmm. So when we were talking about the draft, I was curious to know when you like had won a draft recently and all that draft lottery. So in 2020, the New York Rangers moved from eight to fifth, from eight to fifteenth to first. How did that happen again? You guys remember that was the year it was the bubble, right? I thought I, LA was that team though. No. So no, the, they uh, they drafted uh, Clayton Howden was he like right? Is that right? Quinn, Quinn Byfield. Quinn Byfield. LA Quinn drafted Byfield. him, and yeah, it yeah. was Lafreniere that went first. So yeah, they so, won that the team that was eliminated got first. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that. I thought it was LA that that was team. 
All right. Well, I what thought is you were going to ask an actual historical question. Not that something was that happened last week. <laughs> Rick, that was a whole pandemic ago. Oh man, I was stretching. I'm like, okay, what happened in the 90s? I'm ready for this one. Whatever you need. How's it? 2020. All right. Let's get into word association. I got four <laughs> words or four phrases. You guys will give me four words. Starting with bag milk, going around the horn back to me. Number one, Evander Kane's effort in overtime. Pick it up. Unacceptable. Undesirable. Putrid. The officiating versus Arizona. What? Unacceptable. Putrid. It's college level. I was, I was thinking there college was just level. The yeah. Weirdest like calls last night. Dude, like the, the holding taking- on. The holding on Vinny was terrible. I don't think his arms were bent. Holding was just that big. And then in that same in that same penalty, uh, Derek Ryan takes an elbow to the mouth. Not a call. Leon slashing no one at all except the air. After he gets speared, (laughs) Kaleem gets tackled from behind. No call. They got it the second time. Just brutal, man. Awful. Okay, now here, what was the explanation as to when we had the (laughs) we are about to get the power play and we've we have the puck. Oh yeah, we have the puck. They blow the whistle. Sportsnet, thank you very much for all your work. Goes to commercial, comes back, and acts like it never happened. So they said that it was the linesman called too many men. Yes. But so they can they do came, the old. They can do the old too many men, but not a penalty, but a whistle. They came together and decided that it wasn't too many men. So can That's we just put I a think. fucking linesman in the penalty box? Then two minutes for being shit. Oh please. <laughs> the Oilers' chances of winning the division. Yeah. Uh, okay. 100. Slim. Okay. <laughs> slim, slim, slim. The poutine hot dog that the Blue Jays are selling at games this season. Ooh. Epic. I'll give it a go. 100%. Okay, well, we were talking before. I think they need either extra gravy on there because the gravy's not going to get through. And then the bun's going to be awfully dry. So I think what you do is you butter the bun, melt some cheese on there. And then do the dog, then do the, the then finish it off with the cheese. Curry. Yeah, I you, think get that, the, you get some, you get some actual cheese melted on the bun. I'm seeing a picture of this baby right now. And uh, I would tend to agree with you. Basically a hot dog with gravy and cheese curry. That sounds fucking awesome. Or you got to dip it in. No, it's all like, oh, there's the everything about it's like awesome. I just worry about the dryness of the bread. Yep. That's where I'm going. But that's I think awesome. the gravy will seep into it and you'll be I, fine. That's why I said you need extra yeah. gravy because it's going to, it's maybe like a, a pool bun. dog gravy cheese. Wow. Uh huh. Now I, I know this is bucket. besides the point, but I know uh, Lieutenant <laughs> Eric brought it up on Twitter this morning. How about like a Donair dog? My mouth is absolutely watering right now. I, a Donair I dog? Need this so yeah, bad. I mean, who doesn't want to have that? So you I take the bun, melt the own. cheese again, dog, split it. Then you take Donair meat over top, onions, sauce. Call it a day. Oh, see, I'd be just rolling the meat into a log. Well, no, you can get donair sausage. He's like practicing over there. Yep. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm hungry. There you go. That's a wrap on word association. We're all going to go grab a bite to eat. Maybe we'll even go to Oodle Noodle to do so. Actually, I need a sticker. Oilers puck line cover, courtesy of our friends at Betway, is tonight the night the Oilers finally win a game by two or more. What do you like tonight, BM? Uh, over one and a half power play goals. Mm, Back on it for me. Yeah, that seems like a good spot. Oilers money line dry settle two plus plus two twenty five. That's juicy, and I like juicy. I'm taking them on the puck line. Rick, do you like anything? Look, you got to look at the Connor shots, the nude shots, Nuggy. Yeah, and I'm still probably looking at a Connor. I think it's con. Is it plus plus four hundred for two goals? What did you guys oh, have yeah. for uh, some keys to victory today? Because for me, just like you got to weather the first couple of minutes, get your legs into it, get going. Like you got, you can't allow a goal in the first five, six, seven. What we minutes. look like in the first 10 minutes or the first period of the back half of a head to head. Cause we've have been pretty good. Well, we took the lead last time when we were in Vegas and it was a back to back. Remember? That is true. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. Mark got the goal. Jack Campbell got the win. Ooh. <laughs> My key to victory Vegas bleeds a, is bleeding a ton of chances right now. They give up a lot of high danger looks, a lot of scoring chances at five on five score on your opportunities. Think about the game on Saturday. There was that stretch in the middle of the first period where the Oilers had like four quality looks and didn't score on any of them. Bersois yeah. just stopped them. You need to bury those. If you bury your chances early in his kitchen too. Yeah. Take advantage who's, of the looks and you'll win. Who's in that tonight? Quick. quick. Isn't it Bersois? That's what Gregor had. Oh, oh, really? They said on daily face off. It was likely quick. Oh. Ooh. I trust Brock. Then we've been lied to. I trust Brock. I, I, I think it's uh 11 and daily face off as quick as likely. There's uh, a fight in the company. <laughs> yes. He was the first goalie off at morning skate. 
Oh, I, yeah, uh, quick, yeah. yeah keep, but he's also victory. 73 years old, so maybe he's just like, yeah, he was Price tired. is right, it was on. Oh, touche. All right, remember, you can get Oilers Nation stickers at any Oodle Noodle location in Edmonton. They're free. Why not? Shout out to Tourism Jasper, AMA Travel, and our friends at Betway. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back on Friday. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.